1: Hey, my name is Shabnam Sahi. Welcome to the official Sunrise Radio podcast. I'm on your radio weekdays from 9am to 12 noon. If you've heard the show, you know what to expect from it. But here are some exciting, interesting Bollywood stories that you may have missed this time round served up as part of our official Sunrise Radio podcast. Enjoy. One of the most loved, one of the most versatile, most respected and revered voices from the Indian subcontinent ever. Aaj nahi ever happens to be Muhammad Rafi Sahab. I think his fans all across the world Will be delighted to know That Rafi Sahab's grandson Youngest grandson Fuzel Rafi He launched an online music institute recently And this is dedicated to the memory Of his legendary grandfather Naturally Now in a recent interview Fuzel Rafi ki It is both overwhelming and exciting Words fail to express how I feel I'm blessed That it has taken shape And is finally coming to fruition With the amazing dedication Of a team that brainstormed on this And then worked diligently on this project Each day passes with a trip and a prayer towards my Dada Abba, Muhammad Rafi Sahab. Without his blessings, it wouldn't have been possible. And then people asked him, you know, growing up, I mean, what was, did you get a sense of just how great your grandfather was? And he says, honestly, everyone knows everything about him via the internet now. I had never got the chance to meet my grandfather in person, but the love and affection that his fans and followers shower on us to this day, it helps me see him through their eyes. And then he says that, you know, honestly, everyone knows everything about him. And therefore, naturally, I don't know what I But I do remember that when I was a kid, a fan once touched my feet because people say I look a lot like him and I got startled and I pushed him away. It was later that I realized that he was doing it out of sheer love and respect for my dadah My mom told me of my grandfather's generosity, his kindness, his humbleness and what a remarkable man he was. Not just a, a much-loved playback singer but as a person, just how amazing he was and how many people loved him. If I can be even a tenth of him, agar unki bhi ban na, ye badi baat. And then he was asked to pick his favorite Mohamed Rafi song Naturally In a scenario someone will say How can I pick one But you know what He did pick one Take To keeping people safe and protecting jobs and livelihoods too, as much as possible. Bollywood is walking that tightrope just like the rest of the world. And for some, this could mean shifting the location of your shoot in India to a state where COVID is under control and strict rules and regulations are being followed. Strong rumors in Bollywood suggest that team Adipurush, you know, Omraut's next big production with Prabhas and Sef and Kriti Sano, they have another 45-50 days of work left which could be completed safely if they move from Mumbai to Hyderabad. Ooh, we'll keep you posted caught between a rock and a hard place. That's probably how Hrithik Roshan would describe his dilemma over choosing between two plum projects, both of which seem to be stuck right now, much to everyone's disappointment and frustration. Lekin kya kya you've just got to patiently wait for things to be safe again in India, right? So Hrithik Roshan, he had the agonizing task of choosing between the Hindi remake of Vikram Vedha, which is an offbeat riveting cop and gangster thriller with Saif Ali Khan already draw in as the cop, either this or the big budget, glossy BBC backed official remake of the night manager, stepping into the bond like, phenomenally exciting character nailed by Tom Hiddleston. So, Rithik had to choose between Vikram Vedha and the night manager to make his digital debut with. That was the other exciting aspect to this story. So, what did Rithik do? He chose Vikram Vedha, then he walked out of Vikram Vedha saying, No, I've got date problems. Then he said yes to the night manager, then he said no to the night manager. No one really knows what he's doing right now. As long as he hasn't said yes to a special guest cameo in Radhe, your most wanted bite, too, I'm okay with anything. What about you? In Covid times, when safety is everyone's first priority, delving into the archives almost proves to be therapeutic, right? Looking back on films that brought us tears and laughter, brought us joy and food for thought. Six years of Shujit Sarkar's Piku is something Bollywood fans are buzzing about. And we've discovered some behind the scenes gossip from the sets of this father-daughter saga, Piku. Amitabh Bachchan, Deepika Padukone, and Irfan Khan as the three main characters. Did you know that Parini Chopra and not Deepika Padukone was Shujit Sarkar's first choice to play Amitabh Bachchan's loving yet headstrong daughter. But Initi Chopra turned it down on the grounds that she was already doing another father-daughter story, Davate Ishq. Also, Irfan Khan, who played Rana Chaudhary in Piku, he chose Shujit Sarkar over Ridley Scott, who'd offered him a substantial role alongside Matt Damon in The Martian. I'm sorry, what? No, seriously, What? Irfan Khan said at the time in an interview, yes, I was offered The Martian, the director Ridley Scott and I met. We had a memorable conversation. What an inspiring talent he is in so many ways. And here he is, a man who's so busy. And yet he told me that he'd seen my film The Lunchbox, which is why he was offering me the role. So I asked him, Ridley, Sahab, how do you find the time? You're a producer, you're a director, you do so many things. And he said, guess what? Drawing inspiration from or rather appreciating international cinema, that.'" is my bedtime story. That is what I do. Well, in short, in a battle between Shujit Sarkar or rather, well, battle to nahi kahenge, but to choose between Shujit Sarkar and Ridley Scott, Irfan Khan ne aankh band karke be jhijak, he chose Shujit Sarkar. Did he do the right thing? And staying with some behind-the-scenes facts from Shujit Sarkar's PIKU, which recently completed six years of release. By recently, I mean yesterday. We already know that Pariniti Chopra was his first choice and not Deepika. We already know that Irfan Khan chose Shujit Sarkar over Ridley Scott. No, seriously. Now, apparently, Sujit Sarkar and his wife, they were Deepika's unofficial Bengali coaches on set. Although Deepika had a professional voice coach as well. I mean, not that she spoke much Bangla in in the film but you know the intonation the small touches they had to be just right the oof tumi na all of these had to sound genuine and Amit Ji's character Piku's dad Bhaskar Banerjee, was Shujit Sarkar's tribute to a Rishigesh Mukherjee film he absolutely loved of course I'm talking about Anand in which Babu Moshai Amitabh Bachchan's name was Bhaskar Banerjee. and last but not least veteran Bengali actress uh, Moshumi Chatterjee she came out of retirement after 8 years to play Chobimashi in Piku now she had no idea who Shujit Sarkar was, Shujit very apologetically gave her two DVDs, says ma'am this is Madras Cafe, this is Vicky Donor, this is my work and if you refuse this film, nah I'm gonna scrap the role, kyunki here role, I have just written it in your mind now if someone's like this if someone's like this, what does it mean what does it mean? Shows like Tandav and Bombay Begums, they have given us insights into the corridors of power in both politics and in the corporate world, where increasingly women are carving out their own domain and they're doing so on their own terms, doing so unapologetically. The fact that all these powerful women in our digital dramas, you know, Pooja Bhatt and Dimple Kapadia and Sarah Jane Dias and Kritika Kamra are also wearing extremely beautiful saris. That is another conversation. But for now, there are more female characters in circulation on digital than male characters. But of course, not all of them have the same merit, not at all. But it is an eclectic mix of conventional and modern, bakwas and brilliant. That is how it is, right? Aisi Suratme, actress Huma Qureshi taking on a prominent political role in a drama titled Maharani and this will be on Sony Live this could potentially be a very exciting pawn on the chessboard of political dramas i'm going to keep my eye on this Salman Khan's next thriller Radhe Your Most Wanted Bhai only days away from release the mega star has also promised his fans that he will re-release the film in cinemas to give his fans that full 90mm experience once the Covid situation improves in India and cinemas are allowed to open one more time right now Radhe is going to be a pay-per-view extravaganza on OTT it's Salman Khan's Eid Katohofa to his loyal fans something he's delivered every year for the last 10 years I believe except last year of course for very obvious reasons
0: You can catch Shabun Sahi, the ultimate storyteller weekdays 9am to 12 noon
1: I'm
2: joined by the Badshah of Indian pop music late Mendi welcome to Sunrise G, how are you?
3: Thank you so much uh, Sunrise Ji listeners of मेरा बहुत-बहुत प्यार विशेष इकाल और शुक्रिया आप सब लिस्नर की वजह से ही हमारा radio, रेडियो है हमारे हैं यहाँ हैं आपके दम पे सारे और लिस्नर के लिए तो आप सबको एक तो विशाखी जी ने बहुत और होली की भी बहुत-बहुत मुबारकें
2: हां जी आपको भी आपको भी थैंक यू सो मच फॉर बीइंग ऑन द आपने अभी होली का मेंशन करा आपका नया गाना आया है होली का उसके बारे में थोड़ा सा बहत
3: बहुत-बहुत गाना है रगड़ा गाना, गाने का नाम है रगड़ा और रगड़ा का जो के और कुछ जगाओं में कुछ जहां पे है वहां पे भांग रगड़ते हैं तो ये स्पेशल छेड़छाड़ का गाना है मस्ती गाना है और अभी मैं पैदा हुआ तवासी पटना का बिहार में तो मेरी जो मदर टंग है वो वो है बिहारी भोजपुरी और मुझे गुणनानक मान ने बड़ी बशिंग दी है कि मैं जो बड़ी बिहार की है हुँ हुँ। और भोजपुरी और पंजाबी दोनों को मिक्स किया है इसका तरका है बड़ा गाना है बहुत गाना है जो भी visually uh,
2: amazing the lady we can't wait to play on the show and we cannot wait to hear it as well the lady aapne bahut bahut very, entertain for so so many years best best
3: मम्मी के मुंह से सुना था और मैं अपने मम्मी को बीवी बोल रहा था तो जब बोल कारण बोली गई तो मेरी बीवी ने बोला कि उन्होंने बचपन में अपनी नानी से सुना था तो वो मुझे बहुत पसंद है मेरी मेरी मां ने मुझे जन्म भी दिया है कर्म भी दिया लक भी दिया मैंने बहुत ही काव्य की मां जन्म देती है और कर्म मेरी जन्म होता है कर्म देता ऐसा गाना दिया कि मदर जी कृपा नहीं हुई कि आज हम लोग पूरे वर्ल्ड में छाये हुए हैं और तो मेरा फेवरेट गाना टुनु टुनु गए ये yes. कोरियन साउथ कोरिया में भी हिट
2: है पूरे वर्ल्ड में वो गाना आई थिंक फिर से वायरल हो गया था अभी रिसेंटली भी जी आ, तो आई थिंक उसके लिए आपको बहुत 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 मुबारक हो दिलेजी अब ये जो पेंडेमिक आया है आपने सबसे ज्यादा क्या मिस किया है
3: आ मुझे लगता है मैंने ज्यादा मिस नहीं किया मैंने शुकर किया बाबू का बाबू नानका गॉड का कि शुकर ये बैन्ड में आया इसकी वजह से हम लोगों को अपनी अपनी वैली पता लगी कुट्टी वैली नॉट 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 फैमिली वैली ये सब नहीं को अपनी वैली पता लगी ऑन के हूँ मुझे क्या करने चाहिए हम लोग साल भर दम भागदौड़ कर रहे हैं अच्छे-अच्छे ब्रांड लेने की कोशिश कर रहे हैं अच्छे-अच्छे खाने खाने की कोशिश कर रहे हैं गाड़ियां लेने की कोशिश कर रहे हैं लेकिन अपने आप को अपनी बॉडी को ये जो हमारी बॉडी एक टेंपल है इसके लिए हमने कभी सोचा नहीं है तो शुक्र है ये आया और हम लोगों अपने आप टाइम दिया वेरी इस इस में भी मैंने 10000 three wow wow amazing I daily in 1998 में income tax paid
2: Wow, that is amazing, Deleji. That is wonderful to hear that. Um, that's really nice. And I know are uh, busy, today, so before coming, I will to busy. you 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 Oh, let's so Oh,
3: i Ragda. manji. manji. manji, manji.
2: We'll do the lady. So thank, thank you. Thank you so much. Take, care. You, take care. you too take thank care. You. Bye-bye. So there you have it, Delir Mandy live from India.
0: Listen to our Bollywood Queen Anishkoa from twelve noon to four PM weekdays on
4: sunrise. As you know, for those of you that listen to the show regularly, you'll know how much I uh, go out of my way to try and put you all, the listener, in touch with artists from across the globe that are connected to the South Asian industry. Whether it's on my uh, weekend breakfast show on Saturdays, Sunday mornings, or if it's on the show Showdown right here on a Saturday afternoon. Now, my guest this afternoon fits into all three categories of the past, present, and future that I do. He had a bustling career some years back, and then he's presently got a brand new album out called Moods, a ten-track album, and of course. His sound is the sound of the future of South Asian artists breaking into various industries. He joins me all the way from North America. Periche, welcome to the show, brother. Thank you, my brother. How are you doing? I'm very well. I'm very well. Listen, you in Canada or are you in the US right now? I'm in, I'm in Toronto, man. You're in Toronto. Okay. Canada, and, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and the most important question right now is you're safe, the family's safe, everyone's good? Everybody's good. Touch wood and we're trying to stay safe from something we don't
5: even know what it looks like. But exactly. it's an invisible enemy. That you know, is the most
4: think. important thing right now. And, and the next important thing is to say congratulations, man. A 10-track album called Moods out there right now for everyone to enjoy. We'll talk about the various tracks on it now, but I've got a split question for you. Why so long? And probably more interestingly, uh, why an album in this day and age where people stream individual tracks?
5: Well, basically... Um Life's so long The thing is Look the last time I put on an album Was 2015 Right, right? But after that I uh, In 2016 2017 I did Love Shada Which is like Yep Probably the, the, From what I'm told It's the first time Someone from outside of India Did, did you know Seven out of eight songs On a Bollywood film soundtrack So wow. that for, That took up A hell of a lot Of energy Time sure. and effort, as you would imagine, it's Bollywood films, right? Of course. So I did that, and then after that, I, I dropped a record with Nargis Faka and Cardinal Official, which was a single. Mm-hmm. Then I did a song with John Kingston, which was again a single. Then I did a song with uh, with uh, uh, Janita Gandhi, uh, the official remake of Tum Mila Dil Kile, which was a single. Then I did a hip-hop, Desi hip-hop song with yep. Sony Music in India called Champion with a with Raga Pradhan, you know, uh, um, Aji Springer, and Eight, which was again... In a different zone, so I've just been having fun. I've been trying to work with different genres and and experiment, and you know what I mean. So yeah. now I felt like all of that experience, all of those vibes, and then, and to be very honest with you, man, between the fall of 2018 and like 2019, 2020 were were kind of rough years for me, just from like a, a personal perspective. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it was. I saw some real, real lows in my life. I'll I say it straight on the radio. I don't. Really, like whatever I'm just keeping it real yep. and then I saw some real highs at the same time so it's very fluctuating and that's what created a, a wave of emotions and, and moods you know and, and a, a part of this album I've worked in certain places people wouldn't imagine that's where I made this music right. with like two kind of like 80 10 small speakers you know what I'm saying wow. but the thing that kept me sane was music you know what I mean? Uh, uh, and, and, and so I just kept working and working and working. And right now I got a bank of, I'm not even lying, 300 songs. 30 wow. songs ready to go. Wow! And when, when I sat with it and I said, you know what? Now, God, thank you. You know, all those times you just thought I was just working endlessly with no real goal to release in mind. Here I am now. Let's put some music out because that's what the fans want. You know, I see comments everywhere. Bhai Kidaro. Yeah. Bhai, come back. bye this, that. I'm just like, man, people want to vibe to some good music during these crazy times. What can I do? You know what I'm saying? So I'm like moods. Let's call it moods, and and let's put this record together, and let's get like dope collaborations going. Let's add EDM. Let's add hip hop. Let's add R and B, soul. You know, slow songs, fast songs, dance songs, sad songs, everything. And and that's what I try to do. just bring ten. It's really not ten songs. It's ten moods. On the album.
4: It really is, and we'll talk genres in just a second. How does a man and I, it's like you go from a bank of 300 songs and then pick 10 to go on an <laughs> album? I mean, what makes you make those selections? Uh, wicked question, my friend, but the thing is, uh,
5: the selection that I made was 10 songs out of 30. You right. know what I mean? It was yeah. very difficult, but that does not go to say that the other 20 songs that I'm going to put out this year yeah. are. Uh, are any lesser good or you know these are guaranteed better anything like that i just picked 10 songs that were 10 different vibes so technically i've got 20 others that i could do moods two and moods three with right. <laughs> so i just i just picked 10 songs that fit in with the with mood for the moment so you that's I
4: mean? so the 10 songs on this album is about how you're feeling right now and the other 20 that you'll hopefully release throughout the rest of the year and the other 200 and something as well they, they will all reflect <laughs> the way you feel at a certain time right i'm guessing is that how it works that, that's exactly what it is That's well, exactly what it is At okay. this time
5: I felt like These 10 need to go out first Then the next 10 Are going to come out uh, Based on how I'm feeling At that time And then the following 10 And the following 270 Over time <laughs> But the good thing is You know Thanks to Thanks to whatever You understand These things man It's like Everything happens for a reason You know The universe just Creates a path for you yeah. Although you might feel like You're taking two steps back but But then you come back Four steps forward and, and that's, the whole, that's the whole game right now. So and do I'm just scared to keep making
4: music. And do you see releasing a 10-track album as a risk? Or are you breaking ground? Are you taking things back to the way that it was? I mean, where's the thought process of an album rather than releasing a single at a time?
5: You know what it is? I felt like singles, it's not as exciting, man. It might be exciting to, to record labels because they're looking at monetizing. or but, but an album is a body of work. You know what yep. I mean? An album is, is your story. An album is... A culmination of different vibes and moods, and you can't put all of those things into one song. It's it's, it's impossible, and our songs are getting even shorter. So it's like, yeah. how do you do it? Um, and that's why I love albums because it gives it gives it gives me the opportunity to tell my whole story, to yep. bring all of my experience into music, to to give different people different vibes. Because not everybody's gonna like one song of yours. You know what I'm saying? So, Absolutely. So, so I, I love this, and to be very honest with you, I'm kind of done with singles for now. I'm just gonna keep putting out albums because I feel. People appreciate that more And ultimately The songs of the boss The people to me Are the boss Because they're the audience They're the ones That set us up For our future They come out to the shows They stream the music And, and they pay my bills to, 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 <laughs> if, if you look at it You know yeah, what I'm saying So I'm in the I'm in the game Of entertaining people I'm in the game Of entertainment and I express myself through songs And I can't do that with one song And then ride that for three and four months It just doesn't make sense anymore I'm going to uh, keep putting that And also,
4: there feels like some kind of a legacy Or an archive as well with albums Even if it's not physical But there is something that people can refer to And go, in 2021, Pariche released Moods It was a 10-track album Otherwise it's like September 21 And then February 22 It sort of becomes unarchivable Doesn't it, in a sense?
5: 100% and you know what uh, an album is a body of work a single mm. is just a, a song yeah. you know what I mean a yeah. single is a great a marketing plot but, but 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 if you know I, I look at it this way I consider myself a real musician a real artist and that's where I that's where I aim to get better at you know what I mean So and that is
4: definitely evident because you've literally p- composed and produced everything on this album as well, right?
5: I uh, yeah, produce everything, hands down, 100%. I composed everything, hands down, 100%. I co-wrote the lyrics on pretty much most, all of them. I can't remember, but pretty much all of them, I, yeah. I, I, I believe. And oh. obviously sang it, but big shout-out to everybody else involved. My co-writer, Aditya Mudga from India, Prat- uh, Pratish Prakash from India, Yuvraj Goyal from Canada, and all the featured artists. I know what I mean, i am got to take a second and shout-out every artist. man. Shout-out Jonita, shout-out Happy Singh, shout-out Haji, shout-out Joe Lewis, shout-out Farah, Shout out, uh, uh, Max. Music is a new artist. You know what I mean? I, I promised him when he did the the Champion Challenge. I, I put it out saying, uh, I want to see you know all of us, uh, for Don all all, all us artists. We put out a Champion Challenge to see who comes up with the best verse. And M- Mr. Max came up with the best verse, and I promised him I would put you on a song. Wow! And I did that on this album. You know, that's what I mean? heavy, again, man. that's another thing. That's another thing. Hadji Springer and I, we talk about this all the time. We're like, you know what, bro? It, it's also our duty to give back. Yeah. You know what I mean to to help because there's there's people ahead of us that helped us. Mark R. from Tips helped me. You know yep, what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. I got to help the next generation. So we're doing that along the way, man. Just having fun, bro. It's uh, just a great
4: time right now. All right. So we're in conversation with Parice over in Toronto right now. He's got a brand new 10-single ten, uh, ten single album out called Moods. The front cover even shows him in three different guises. It's hard to even recognize that you're the same person in those three looks, bro. You mentioned Junita Gandhi just now. You've worked with her before. She's massive on the kind of Bollywood playback scene right now. But the track I've chosen to play on the show today, because this is kind of like, you know, by the book is a is a Pongra Punjabi show, but I was like when I was speaking to your PR company, I was like, I wanna get Parijay on because of the time difference. I'm gonna have to put him on this show rather than my breakfast show, otherwise I'll have to wake you up in the middle of the night. This track that I've chosen is Intercom. It features Haji Springer and Mr. Max that you've just uh, uh mentioned as well. Tell us a little about Intercom. Basically
5: Intercom is a follow up to, to champion. You know what I mean? Yep. I feel like I remember meeting I'm going to say this real quick I, I remember meeting The head of Sony Music India, India 10 years ago And she she, she said to me Hip hop's never going to come to India Because we don't have a street life And I said to her Hip hop's a culture You can't hide from it yep. Fast forward Gully, By, Gully boy drops Everything changes You know what I mean Champion drops It does really well for all of us Yeah Intercom is a follow-up it's just a hard-hitting hip-hop DC hip-hop record
4: and I hope people enjoy it bro you sound energized you sound uh, newly refurbished and refound and you sound driven man and that's really exciting for me as a radio host and a music lover uh, hopefully sometime soon when you make it into the UK we'll get you into the studio but for now it's been great catching up with you do me a favor just introduce Intercom for me bro Shout out to
5: everybody that's tuning to Sunrise Radio right now. A big shout out to my boy Amit Chana. This, this record's called Intercom featuring my brothers Hadji Springer and Mr. Max. It's your boy Parise. Make sure you tune in and vibe and listen to the whole Moods album. I love you all. God bless. Wicked, bro. Good catching up. Yes, sir. I appreciate you, man. For sure. Welcome.
0: Join Amit Chana every Saturday from 4pm for the Bungo Showdown, playing you the finest in Punjabi and Bungo music from the past, present and future.
6: This is Anila Dami on Sunday. Anila is currently on a well-deserved break in the countryside. My name is Serena Litt and I'm filling in for her today. I am now joined by Bob Blackman, the Conservative MP for Harrow East, who I'm sure will have plenty to say about the London results. Good morning, Bob.
7: Yes, good morning.
6: How are you feeling this morning about the London Mayoral and Assembly results?
7: Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, I think uh, a month ago, the opinion polls had uh, speak on 26% ahead of Sean Bailey. Uh, so this has demonstrated that uh, a dramatic change in uh, London's view um, uh, a big swing back to the uh, Conservative Party and Sean Bailey who was written off frankly by uh, all the commentators all the social media commentators, um, the media and, in, and in, I have to say um, not given a great deal of help and submission uh, assistance in my view uh, by the party centrally Th- that uh, is where,
6: interesting that is interesting right, you say that
7: he, he's, he's done a, he's done a brilliant job um, and uh, it's interesting you, you, you're you looking at figures for the first time ever in the Brenton Harrow assembly constituency uh, the Conservative Party won the mayoral election um, alright we didn't win, win the whole of London but that's that's a unique position to be in because uh, every other time Labour has won fairly comfortably in Brenton Harrow um, and so this is a, a very significant area because a lot of your listeners uh, mm-hmm. will be, of course, in the, uh, either the, um, the Ealing and Hillingdon constituency or the Brenton Harrow constituencies, both of which voted strongly for Sean Bailey. Um, so I think that's, that's very good news for us. Um, and in terms of the Assembly, uh, the Labour Party are down one and the Conservative Party is up one um, in terms of seats on the Assembly. Uh, which is good news because overall that restricts the uh, uh, the position that Labour has on the Assembly and will mean that uh, the Mayor is held much closer to account uh, for the decisions that he makes. I would congratulate um, Fadiq Khan on, on winning but with a with a much reduced majority at a time when everyone was predict- predicting he was going to win on the first ballot uh, but it went to a second ballot and um, and indeed, uh, there's a, a much closer position between the parties on the overall vote.
6: It must be said that Sean Bailey did run a good campaign, as you said, with with very little support. And that has that has been picked off on. You know, when you see how many times the Prime Minister visited Hartlepool, uh, I can't remember a time that he visited Sean Bailey. It could I could be wrong. Uh, about that, no, he
7: it, was with Sean he was? Uh, on, on several occasions. Yeah, okay. I mean, I think you know, obviously, the Prime Minister's base is in Westminster. Yeah. His, his seat is in London, uh, and so of course he was with uh, with Sean on a, on a number of occasions uh, because it's much easier, frankly, to, to for him to to get out in parts of London than it is to get to Hartlepool. And I think probably the Hartleypool visits were. More media, more focused. media
6: focused. It, it, yeah, yeah, in, yeah, incredibly. Do you think the party are naturally moving away from London due to this great focus on levelling up in the north of England and those red wall seats that delivered the prime minister his landslide majority in Westminster?
7: No, I think the the key issue is that if you look at the London results, uh, I, I, we'll we'll all study the details later. The the suburbs of London um, are voted very strongly conservative, and inner London has voted in you know, general. Or Labour. Um, so, Sadiq Khan in, has, has got a, a challenge on his hand now because he's really a zone one man. Uh, that does mean uh, quite a lot in terms of how he interacts not only with the boroughs but also with the government. Um, you quite rightly say, for example, that Sadiq Khan's landed uh, London and Transport for London with a, an immense debt. Um, now, we all know that during the pandemic, the, the, uh, the uh, the box has gone down considerably. I mean, we, we all understand that, um, but the government have bailed out uh, TfL to cover that debt. So our, our problem in now in London is how we deal with this incredible debt that uh, the transport for London has built up under Steve Khan's leadership, um, and how that, however, covered. Um, the deal that, that uh, the government and Sadiq Khan negotiated runs out um, this month. Um, So there's there's real concern about what happens for the future. So that's got to be his top priority. His second priority um, has got to be dealing with knife crime. I mean, the reality is that, unfortunately, too many people, um, and they, they tend to be young people, are losing their lives on our streets.
6: Yeah, uh, let's let's talk about day. that uh, a little bit more, actually, because Sadiq Khan is the is the incumbent mayor, and there has been a lot of anger about knife crime in the capital. Sean Bailey said he would introduce eight thousand more police, four thousand youth workers, uh, reopen thirty eight police stations across London, thirty two new youth zones as well, in order to get tough on knife crime, and yet. You know, Sadiq Khan, who some may argue was part of the problem, has managed to convince Londoners that he is the right person for the job. Why wasn't uh, the Conservatives able to cut through that well, I, I, uh, divide, pardon the pun, to London voters?
7: I, I think I think this is part and parcel of the reason why Sean was able to close this immense gap. I mean, we've got to, we've got to remember here that just uh, you know a few weeks ago, um, this was a slam dunk. You know, by bother having the election? Um, uh, Sadiq Khan was going to be returned with a huge majority, but he hasn't been returned with a huge majority. I think we should recognise that. he's got His majority is lower than it was when he was first elected in 2016, which for incumbents um, to see his majority slashed is not good news for him. Um, he, will, he will take that, I'm sure, or he should do. It uh, should take it personally and should re- reflect on the fact. London has all right, they've re-elected him but it's hardly a ringing endorsement uh, and the reality is that Sean has set out policies which could be introduced in London uh, which would reduce knife crime and reduce you know, the, the dreadful uh, situation that there is of, of mothers and fathers discovering that their sons have been, been murdered on the streets. I mean we cannot have this continuing and we've got to make sure that more effort is made as, as Sean has said uh, on, on providing youth workers, on providing facilities for young people to uh, be safe uh, and have a positive development on life in, in youth clubs. We've got to have more police actually out on the streets. And that's all in the mayor's gift. He's got the budget. He's got the money. It's up to him what he does with it. Mm,
6: and as a London MP, will you be helping the mayor in this regard? What will you be doing to to get tough on crime in the capital?
7: Well, I mean, I, I will uh, be promoting the uh, Conservative uh, policies which are are to be you know, tough on crime and, and indeed making sure that we get the police that we need. Uh, but, you know, th- this is a matter for the mayor to use the budget that he's been allocated in the most positive way. So he can start uh, by reducing the number of, of, of people that are, are running his publicity campaign to do all. And actually... Point the budget at at the sharp end, which is what people, I think, in London want
6: to see. Bob Blackman, thank you very much for your time this morning. You've been listening to me, Serena Litt, on Anila Dami on Sunday.
0: Tune in every Sunday, 10am to 12 noon, for Anila Dami on Sunday, giving the British Asian community a voice on the matters of the day.
8: Neeraj here on Sunrise. Love this one. So feel good, isn't it? From Kismet love, pay, say, the love, Pese, the Uh Sudhir over in Bangalore is saying to me, Neeraj, you're giving all the uh, people who are giving the wrong answers tonight a bit of a hard time. Am I really? Come on. Well, but, you know, there's a reason because they give me the wrong answers, right? If they, if they give me the right answers, uh, then, then I won't be giving them a hard time. There we are. Keep your answers, please. Coming in for initial reaction, I'm going to be revealing all. Uh, that, that, of course, means the answer around the corner. So yes, indeed, keep those answers coming in. Time to give you the answer for tonight's initial reaction. Most of you in the end managed to get there, so very well done. And uh, yeah, sorry if I, if I if I had a go at you before, uh, forgive me the wrong answer. But you know, I mean it's, it's the thing, right? You know, I have to have a go at you for having the wrong answer to make sure that you get the right answer. See, there we are. It's uh, it's the uh, teacher within me coming out. So as I mentioned, 2019 this movie came out, directed by AS, A for alpha, S for sugar, and starring AK, A for alpha, K for Kenya, and PC Not the PC you're thinking of, P for Papa, C for Charlie. And alongside them in supporting roles, there's a whole bunch of other actors and actresses uh, not as famous, but still as important in the movie. M, S, M for Mother, S for Sugar, and A, B, A for Alpha, B for Bravo, are some of those actors. Which movie was I thinking of from 2019? I was, of course, thinking of the film Kesari from 2019. Yes, indeed, Anurag Singh was the director. Akshay Kumar and Paranithi Chopra ah there we are in the lead roles in that movie so yes very well done if you've got it uh, Mir Savar was the name of one of the actors and also Ashwat Bhatt as well they've been in a couple of other movies in supporting roles could be Stars on the Rise so there we're very well done if you got the answer Kesari well done two versions of there over in Bangalore. Uh, Anupam over in Winchmore Hill uh, finally got there in the end um, Rajas in Glasgow okay just in the nick of time Jamie and Ian Harrow well done to you. Uh, who else? we got H in London for guessing as well tonight. Shweta, I uh, don't know, messaging from Shweta, but very well done. You got it. Uh, Nori over in Southall, well done. Matthias over in Ontario, Canada, very well done to you. You got the answer as well. And I'm just getting another, another message from D, I believe, as well, who's got it correct. The answer was Kesari from 2019 and from that movie, sanu uh, Sanukendi. Four random clues for you tonight. Four bits of trivia, all relating back to one movie. But can you tell me, basically, the name of the film which I'm talking about this evening tonight? If I can just expand this. No. <laughs> for some reason, this notepad of mine, which I've written the answers on, does not want to expand. So, OK, I'm, I'm going to have to take, this, take my time with it. Anyway, film four clues. Right, four clues here for you. Are you ready? Uh, what film am I talking about this evening tonight? Clue number one. Akshay Kumar, yeah, the Akshay Kumar, was having a bit of a hard time before this film was released. Oh dear, his previous films were not doing that well, or sorry, his previous films didn't do that well, that should be, but this film reignited his career and it established him as a comedy star. So clue number one, Akshay Kumar was having a bit of a hard time before this film was released. His previous films didn't do that well at the box office, but this film reignited his career and established him as a genuine comedy star. Mm-hmm. Clue number two is that Akshay Kumar was not the only actor to switch to comedy roles as a result of the success of this movie. But Ravl was in this movie as well, and it established him as a comedy star as well. So, uh, clue number two Akshay Kumar, not the only actor to switch to comedy roles after this, but his novel was in this movie and it established him as a big comedy star, too. Hmm. Clue number three There is a big dance number in this movie, uh, or at least a big upbeat kind of number in this movie, which sampled a big hit for Loletta Halloway, Crash Goes Love, in brackets, Yell Appella uh i can I can't, I can't say that I, that i've heard that recently on on the radio but yeah it was a big hit at the time Loletta holloway crash goes love in brackets yell apella uh and a number in this movie sampled that song bonus points if you can tell me which one by the way but there we are clue number three and clue number four a whole bunch of actresses were offered the lead role in this movie uh but they kept on passing the buck pretty much uh, it was offered to kushma kapoor she said no then they passed it on to Mumta kulkarni she said no and eventually it got passed on to Dabu. Who took took up the lead role in this movie. What film am I talking about? One more time again uh, again for you. Film in four clues. Clue number one, Akshay Kumar was having a hard time before this film was released. His previous movies didn't do very well. But this film reignited his career, established him as a comedy star. Clue number two, not only Akshay Kumar, but also Baris Ravel as well. It re-established him as a comedy star as well. Clue number three, there's a big number in this movie, which samples the hit for Loletta Halloway, Crash Goes Love, in brackets, yell, Appella. And clue number four, a whole bunch of actresses were offered the lead role. They all said no. Kushma Kapoor said no. Manto Kulkarni said no. But Dabu eventually said yes. What film am I talking about? Right, just about enough time for me to go and tell you the answer for tonight's film in four clues which was of course the movie Hera Heraferi from 2000. Very well done if you got it. Uh, Briya Dershan directing along with Akshay Kumar, Sunil Shetty, Tabu in the lead role and Parish Ravel uh, there going ahead and regenerating the roles there for Parish Ravel and Akshay Kumar and Tabu there in that lead role. Very well done if you got the answer. Well done to Barbara over in Swansea, uh, Varshan are over in Bangalore. Uh, we've also got Nemo over in Hounslow. Man- to get it, Jamie, and over in Harrow, uh, Jasmine and Hayes, Matthias on Ontario, Canada. We've got somebody who's not told me their name, that's not very helpful, is it? Uh, Rohith over in Chiswick, well done. Uh, Sab over in Essex, Miriam Walthamstow, Chirag and Walthamstow, um, in Colindale, um, Dibesh over Milton, Keynes, Hersheth in Harrow, Noman in Woking, Money in Reading, Bimla Forest Gates. Uh, we've got oh my goodness, I can't can't see these names. Oh, don't messaging from Tony from Sunderland, thank you. Um, um... We've got Artie in Kent, Bobber in Swansea. We've got Delzin in from New Zealand. Wow, And Nanki over in Glasgow. Uh, we've also got H in London messaging in tonight, uh, and I believe a message that came in a bit earlier. Shabana, die! Don't know where messaging from, but well done. Hera Ferry was indeed the movie I was after this evening. Tonight, so, thank you so much, everybody, for your messages. I'll catch you next week. See you then.
0: Helping you unwind on a Friday, we've tuned on Bollywood games to get you weekend ready. Don't forget to join Near Edge on Sunrise on Fridays and Saturdays from 7 to 10pm.